Hello, welcome to First World Boy. Today I just want to go over short-term gains versus long-term gains, and that is a, a hack versus a behavior. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening. This is Will. Hello, welcome to First World Boy. This is Will. I hope you're well. Today, I just want to have a chat around hacks versus behavior. And a lot of um, people are trying to gain your attention at the moment by selling your ideas on hacks, you know, tricks. These are spikes in, in attention. These are spikes in activity. And that's not long term. So you have to look at behavior. And say one right now in the music industry, Spotify. And... I've been following uh, a couple of people who are being encouraged at uh, everything from thought leaders to people who have done well in the past. And they tell you about a lot of the behaviors that are fairly obvious and how they're shaped. But what they don't discover, discuss, is the behaviors that are working long-term for larger communities on in streaming communities. And this is happening in a lot of different platforms and in the book we're going to try and touch on well we will touch on the behaviors it's not the hacks because hacks can change something that works this year won't work next year remember they're the people who run the platforms they're eternally trying to make sure the end user has a great experience and this can be at the expense of your efforts as a musician as a musician defined as a business and so the hacks are going to give you short term and can work in a negative way long term. So what you're trying to do is say, what are the behaviors that we can do uh, to shift away from being sucked into these hacks? Because then also you can get stuck in this numbers game and you want to be using platforms as a tool, not as some sort of addictive um what would you say, addictive response to not doing the real work. Um, it's a lot of problems now. Um, I mean, just recently, uh, I've got a friend who's in um, Amazon, excellent product, but he, he's, he's gone through the motions to learn what he needs to do. Instead of listening to people tell him what to do, he's gone through the motions, um, he's got a great product, but then his running costs to run that business just by Amazon alone has eaten up all, all of his profits. And if he did it on another platform, he'd have plenty of profit, quite a lot. Um, and if he you know, if he did eBay and plus his own Shopify or a sales funnel, he would have that opportunity. But when we look at his competition, he doesn't have a lot, but enough to cause him concern. And I think sometimes if you're not used to competition, you do what everyone else does because you don't want to stand out. Um, but funnily enough, he has a product that no one has and it's sitting in his, you know, samples bin that is exactly the product he's working for, he's been looking for. It's exactly the product he can choose to do his own thing plus use the platform. And I, he was stuck on, his concept would be if he could just buy more stock. 
But in, but when you look at it, it was like, yes, but just say someone gave you 50 grand worth of stock, could you give them that plus 20% uh, return? And he couldn't even give a $1 return because he didn't want to compete. And he just wanted to do what everyone else was doing. And when you talk these three things through, you can find out sometimes that what you think you need to do, you know, that little trick to get you to the next step, what you think is the way to go, you have to be careful it's not you shying away from the tough decision. And when I looked at uh, his business, the one that's sitting on the edge, the one that he doesn't want to commit to, so he wants to copy from everyone else, is to me such a good option that if I tell him what needs to go, I would probably go in as a partner. So I, now I'm racking my brain because I've got to be careful it's not a distraction. But I can see his other product that he won't move on is so much better that he can have huge profit and control its outcome. And, and no direct competition, but at the same time, by choosing to use this different product in the same bark, he's going to blow everyone out of the water. And he can actually shape that business in different tiers. He can have platforms. He can put, you know, demonstrate it. He can do specialised offers. Um, he can harvest annually um, through its uh, potential. And he can gain access to markets with it. And he still is playing with the older idea that copies everyone else. So... When we went further into that, we started to realize it's like what everyone's going through. We're trying to work out what the next step is. So we listen to someone who's been in front of us, which helps, but generally our journeys are gonna be different. So you can, you should just look at the behavior and the framework, but don't be going for that tricky hack because it might've worked then, they might've got lucky, it might only work for a few, um, but things change and you don't wanna be then hooked on this easy little trick. You wanna be uh, hooked on the behavior what's the behavior we do what are we looking at where's the opportunity and it's interesting because sometimes uh, there's a lot of people doing what I'm doing even in the music industry and yes there's permission for me to be a thought leader but we're also going the next level as actually we're implementing at the same time why because we need you to we need to show that it's the behavior, like the relationships and momentum through our motivations and our partnerships we build are the key, not uh, this latest hack. Because it's a little bit of a gimmick and it's a distraction and in the long run, no one's happy. So I hope just, just want to have a think about that. Um, with what you're doing, are you going for the easy hack because you don't want to make the big decision? Are you going for the easy hack because you don't want to do the work? Um, or are you starting to realize this sort of dream that you get sold um, has a reality that's a little bit darker? But, um, you know, sometimes I've spoken before, we, we get stuck by walls. So we got to, you know, jump, climb those walls to get through it. Well, sometimes those walls are insurmountable, too big. So we just go back to those little walls. That'll, be, that'll do. And... Funnily enough, you know, one of my customers has two products, one making no profit that he's in love with, I think, because he can see 
if he gives it up, he might feel like a failure. That's another thing. But if he can be shown the new, his second product that he has, which is where all the cream is, and um, farm, you know, far more options, uh, greater capacity to influence and make change in the market. If he can be shown that, then his change from copying everyone else to doing his own way would be complete. So I'll have to come up a way to, to get that through because, and, and I know on one side you're probably listening, thinking, well, first of all, what I've worked out by listening to him is worth money. Second of all, when I've given him advice and the next tier down and I haven't charged him, he hasn't done anything about it. So I'll have to work out a way to charge him or become involved as a partner because I can see something really good and I think he's going to slowly be drained and destroyed by the second-rate idea that surrounds hacks and tricks and see if this works because it costs money. You're just getting into someone else's rat race, just another rat race, remember? I mean, I've had companies that have put food on the table, but when I looked at them, I would I just created my own job. And although that might feel good if you're tired of people, it's a little bit insane, really, because you're not getting anywhere. It's just another rat race, but now you've got to pay more tax. Um, so... Have a look at how whatever you're doing, if it is really leading to freedom or it's just leading for another rat race. So in the end, you've got your work rat race, your part-time rat race, your hobby rat race, all this stuff going nowhere. So you're adding complexity and we've spoken about that too, which then leads to problems with your well-being. And um, if you don't make those big decisions, which seem painful immediately, uh, well, they can actually end up um, making you go crazy and uh, adding complexity, which leads to a miserable outcome. So have a look at um, what big decisions you're gonna to need to make. Um, look for behaviors that work long-term, not hacks for short-term gain. Um, and that's easier said than done in nowadays. But I think now with the world slowing down a little bit, you start to even notice that behavior changes. And one of those behaviors that should change is how you work on the, your craft serving people. Thanks for listening. This is First World Boy. Rectangle. Thank you. Triangle. Good girl, Dad.